Hello, welcome to the Grace Life Podcast. The message you're about to hear, if diligently applied, will absolutely change your life. We're praying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, thereby allowing the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. Now let's join the service already in progress with Pastor West. ark headed this way we had a bunch of folks who was texting us we can't because of this but I said, you don't have to text me thank you unless you open the building you know even asked up and then then we do like to know uh bill brought Marilyn home today and uh so she's recovering at home that's good news i want to read a few scriptures uh got something i just want to show you tonight if you're sorry sorry i apologize um, just let, let me read the scripture first. Colossians 3 says, If you be risen with Christ, which is all of us, seek those things which are above, because, well, where Christ sits on the right hand of God, set your affection. Amplify says, set your mind. Here's what I noticed through the years, that if you don't set your mind, Something else or somebody else will. You ever notice that? Yeah. So he said here we have to, he tells us, seek the things which are above where Christ is on the right hand of God. Amplifies says, set your mind and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. Now, I know this is possible because he told us to do it, but I don't think it's that easy. You ever find this to be a challenge? Yes. Have you had, I mean, or y'all may be way past me, I don't know. Do y'all, do y'all never think about the earth? <laughs> well, he says, as far as this world is concerned, verse 3, you have died and your new life is hidden with Christ in God. How about that? Now, we're not going to do a song tonight because I'm going to show you something on a video. For just a few minutes, it didn't last that long. But, uh, you know, sometimes we let everything else do our praise and worship, and then we we don't really get involved in it. You think that's possible? Yes. You can actually sit there or stand up and read words off a, off a uh, screen, but never yet be engaged in worship. And the Lord's not looking for readers. He seeks what? Worshippers. Now, he's the only one who knows because he's the only one who knows the heart, right? So here, <clears throat> this might be a challenge too because you are on earth. But Psalms 34 verse 1, I'll bless the Lord at all times. That in itself could be very challenging, couldn't it? Y'all live in the same world? His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear of and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. So we know when we magnify the Lord, that does something on us, in us. doesn't do anything to the Lord, does it? I mean, you can't magnify God and make him bigger. But it's, it's, it's from our perspective, 
when our thoughts and our focuses are off the earth and what's going on in life and what's not going on in life and and uh, what you, what you're feeling, what you're dealing with, in uh, the Lord's, uh, you know, if, if He knows the number of hair on your head, and if He knows every thought, every word spoken, and every word not spoken, but just in thought form, then He knows what's going on in our mind. He knows what our where our heart is, right? If He knows that every bird that falls, if He knows the, the number of hairs on your head, there's not much you can keep away from Him. You know, one psalm said, if you were to go to, to the heavens, uh, he's there. But if you were to go to the lowest parts, he's there. They said, there's just nowhere to hide from him because he's everywhere, okay? So why don't we just uh, take a moment before we get into a... And some of you may have something to shake off real quick. It's hard to receive when you got something else talking to you. It's like trying to have three people talk to you at one time. And they're all talking over each other, but everyone wants to know. The, it's like three of the grandkids coming in and saying this, 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 and this. And there's no way you can hear what's going on. So I think it's what Ephesians. He says, uh, uh, don't be drunk with wine or beer. Oh, I just put that in there. <laughs> or NyQuil. <laughs> Which is the same thing. But So don't be drunk with wine where it is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, our name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, about a week ago... Um, I was uh, praying, and sometimes I'm, this may happen to you. I don't know how it happens to you. Um, just praying like I want to do every day. I kept hearing these words, but they didn't have a, they didn't fit somewhere. It wasn't a sentence. It wasn't a context. It wasn't a paragraph. It wasn't a topic. And uh, I kept hearing the word winds, the wind, the wind. And when I hear wind, I'd see dust. But I wasn't sure the dust was so heavy, I couldn't see what the dust was on. Then it'd been there a while because I kept on seeing cobwebs. So he said, winds. He said, prophesy of the winds. And so uh, I went over, just first thing my mind went to was uh, Acts chapter 1, day of Pentecost, and they were there for a promise or a prophecy to be fulfilled, remember? Jesus said, go here. Don't start till you be endued with power. When the Holy Ghost came in, it came in like a rushing mighty wind. Real quickly, I was thinking about Ezekiel 37, of that prophecy of the dry bones. And, and God asked him, he says, can these bones live? And I think Ezekiel's really smart. He says, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> when I was real young, I told him everything <laughs> that I knew. And now you like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> So Ezekiel said, that thou knowest, Lord. That's, I, I. So that's wisdom. I, you, if you'll take that, if you don't understand it, just, just like, oh, no. <laughs> you could save hours, days, months, and sometimes a few years. And uh, because the Lord really doesn't need our input in, in the sense of 
what we think is going on here. And a lot of times that's what prayer is reduced down to is just them telling the Lord all their problems. Hmm? And they're not ever calling things that be not in the sense of uh, declaring and decreeing. And so there's a difference between confessing the word and, there's, uh, and, and decreeing something. Decreeing sets something in motion. So he tells us in Psalm 37, he says, well, can you live? Yeah, well, then prophesy. Well, then prophesy. Well, then prophesy. And when Brother Levi, which is really good Sunday, really good. And um, it, um, uh, he was right on target with this. And uh, it, it stirred some other things up. And so uh, uh, this morning got back up again, saw this dust, saw this wind, and prophesied to the winds. They said, tonight I just want you to go and uh, want you to play a couple clips. And some of you may already saw this. and uh, I know most people don't see what I see because uh, if you're not home all day, I know you don't come home, especially if you got kids and family to watch four hours of TV or watch the tape during shows to keep up with everything. I understand don't, you know, don't work that way. And uh, uh, Wynn put out a, a, a little five or six-minute video. I don't know if you saw it for 2019. I want to show you that and then uh, this morning, and I don't always watch it every week, but this morning I had direction. He says, now go go, uh, go to Sid Roth. And I watched Sid Roth, and I said, that's what the winds are about. He said, that's what the winds are about. He said, that's what's happening this year. So I need you to be on page right here. This is what the wind's about. And so uh, praise God. Hallelujah. This is 2019 is what you're in. And so we need to know what God's doing and what God's saying. You know, sometimes when we just go in circles, it's because we're not listening to what he's saying and what he's doing. So he's doing as much as he can for us, but we're going in sometimes circles because we're used to doing the same thing. And when we don't know what to do, we, do, we always return to the familiar. Hmm? There's a lot of adversity going on here. I didn't know this until many years ago because, you know, when you pastor a church, you're at one place with a certain group of people all the time. And you sometimes you, it's very easy to get tunnel vision. And then you think what's going on with you or that church is you're isolated and this is just my life. But as I grew in the Lord and uh, began to get no more pastors and then they talk, you know, pastors call sometimes to say, have you seen any of this going on? Or is this like, and generally what we find out is the same things happening everywhere. Okay. So, uh, you know, I just answered text tonight, can't because of this, can't, and, and there's just all kind of adversity, all kind of adversity. Well, uh, and, as, and as I'm talking to pastors, they said, this is unusual in the sense of this. I said, yeah, same thing, same thing. It's because the devil doesn't have anything original. Hmm? The evangelist can have one message, right? Somehow he's going to preach Jesus. And the devil only has one message. And he's anti-Jesus. So he just goes to different places and he does the same thing in, in different ways. And all that to do with, all that to do with, all that to do with is to pull you and I off course. Pull us out of our focus and put all of our attention on this right here. But I cast all the care upon him. Hallelujah. I gave him my biggest care. That was me. I don't care about me at all. 
But I answered the question I told you a couple weeks ago when he asked me, he said, are you afraid to die? And I said, well, you know, I'm just kind of, well, I mean, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you might think that's funny, but until you've ever felt like you could, and then there were a couple of nights that I, it looked like the best option. And even one crazy night when I asked for it. So until you've ever been there, you, you, you may not really know what I'm talking about. So when you get to the end of that thing, and you can answer from here and say, I think I was, but I've decided I'm not. Okay? Then you've run to the end. So there's no place for them to go there. Everything else is just a backsplash off of that. Amen. Because I'm telling you, no one in heaven wants to be here. Not, not, there's a lot of folks there, not a one of them. I don't care if they're four years old, but they're like, would you like to go back to mama? No, <laughs> she'll be here. You know, it's called paradise. You know, it ain't look like paradise out there today. <laughs> Amen. So here we go. Y'all ready? So this is when first we're going to do him, then we'll go right into uh, supernatural. It tie into what uh, Levi was ministering with Sunday, and uh, then we'll make a few comments afterwards. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year to you. Uh, This is the first time I've ever done, instead of doing my email, uh, I'm doing a a video link because I want to share with you um, some prophetic insight for 2019. And it's a, it's a great revelation, and it's too much to put in an email, and I know that you don't have time to read it all, so it's probably easier for us to, to share it with you via video. Many of you know that I went to a Bible college, uh, the Bible College of Wales in Swansea, and I, I was very influenced uh, by one of the tutors, and he taught me something quite incredible, very simple, but yet very profound, that changed the way I read my Bible forevermore. He began to show me that uh, there's lots of numbers and colors and shapes and symbols and types in in the Bible. And if I don't understand what those all mean, then I am missing out on an awful lot of what God is saying because God speaks in those languages. He doesn't just speak in, a, in the language of Hebrew or Greek or English or, or uh, some other language. He speaks in numbers as well. And so I began to learn what every number in the Bible means. And I'm, I'm still on that journey today. And uh, many of you heard me speak a little bit about it in 2017. But I, I just realized at the end of 2018 that Number 17, 18, and 19 are all linked. And so I want to share with you what they mean and, and what to, I believe we can expect uh, the Holy Spirit to do and what he's wanted to do in, in the year ahead. Uh, 2017, the number 17 in the Bible, the Bible interprets itself, so I didn't have to go to Google to find out what number 17 meant. The number 17 in the Bible means the end of wandering. Like the children of Israel, the end of wandering. There's a season where God brings you to a place to stop the wandering. 
never arriving. And it seems to me that the church of Jesus Christ has been wandering around in circles an awful long time, seeing the same old, same old, same old. And when you're going, seeing the same old all the time, you know that you're not moving very far. You're, you're just going around in a circle. And, and God is breaking that cycle. And in 2017, I believe he began to prepare us to be set free. It certainly happened for us, for, for Gwenda and I in our ministry. All of a sudden, we had new direction, and there was an emphasis that the Lord was moving us back to Wales. The number 18 means the spirit of liberty. Uh, do you remember the woman that was bound for 18 years, and Jesus said, thou art loosed? And immediately, she was released. That woman had been uh, looking one way and walking another. Talk about compromise, and like the church seems to be doing the same thing, you know, that got lots of vision and yet our feet are going in the opposite direction to what we feel the Holy Spirit is saying but 2018 I believe was the a year where the Holy Spirit wanted to bring release to the church that we could step into liberty a new liberty to to see what God wants to do well in 2018 that's exactly what happened to Gwenda and I in this ministry we suddenly began to see things happen all over the place such a huge Open doors. We went from reaching 50 nations to over 155 nations. And, and now we have, as you can see, we have our own TV studio and we're beginning to, to take everything onto the internet so that millions and millions of people can get impacted by this ministry. But the number 19 is quite amazing. The number 19 is the number of the fulfillment of the prophetic word. Uh, it also represents the fullness of the Spirit. I believe that Jesus got us born again, not so that we can see, remain babes in Christ, but that we're to become mature in Christ, that we're to grow up to be able to handle the things of the kingdom in the same way he was. Jesus didn't die and go to heaven and give us the Holy Spirit so we could just have tiptoe time with, with the Holy Spirit and just walk around uh, just seeing a little bit of what God can do. I believe he wants us to walk in the fullness of the Godhead in a bodily form. I believe he wants to see every miracle, every sign and wonder. I think he wants to see every life change radically through our ministry. And that's what it means. And, and the fulfillment of the prophetic word, it has to come a season where the, the major prophetic words over your life suddenly start happening. And that's exactly what's been happening to us, waiting for f over 40 years for things to happen, and suddenly, in a moment. And the Lord said to me a long time ago that, that it would happen to me as a leader so that I could be prepared to lead others into the same thing. And, and I'm prophesying you today that I believe the Holy Spirit in 2019 wants to fulfill every prophetic word he has spoken over your life. I believe in ways that you can't even imagine or dream, and it will happen suddenly and swiftly. Um, because it has with us, and it has now with those connected to us. Everybody is talking about the same sort of miracle happening. So 2019, my friend, put it on your agenda to seek the Holy Spirit and start being expectant that this is the season, this is the year of the fulfillment of every prophetic word and for you to suddenly start maturing in the things of the Spirit in such a way that you begin to see answers to prayer like you've always prayed and yet not seen what you know you could see. You know you're made for miracles. You know you're made for signs and wonders. You know you're made for something great and big. 
You're not meant to stay in a little corner and just shine your light for Jesus. You're supposed to be a lighthouse in the midst of a storm. You're supposed to be out there as a signpost saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. And so I call on you today, be expectant. 2019 is going to be a great year for you. God bless you. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. What is next for the United States, Russia, Israel, Korea, U.S. politics, the future of President Trump and the wall? You may be asking, what's in store for me in 2019? Do you want to know what God is saying? Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. You know, Hank Turner and uh, we've known each other a number of years, and uh, so I get a chance to see someone's track record uh, when they're a prophet. And um, you had a prophecy about... When a president of the United States will die, there'll be a new era for the United States. Tell me about that. It was in October 14th, 2015. The Spirit of God began to prophesy, and he said, Look when a former president shall be laid to rest or die. He said, It shall be an end of a thing and a beginning of something new that shall be declared and known as a new era. In fact, the news even declared it uh, with George uh, Bush Sr.'s passing. USA News even declared that uh, his passing, uh, just like what the prophecy said, is an end uh, of an era and the beginning of something new. But here's what's powerful about this, Sid. On November 30th is when George Bush Sr. Uh, passed. Something happened that the Lord prophesied three years in advance on that October 14th. He said, when this former president dies, do not be afraid. When the soil of your nation shall begin to shake, United States. On the very same day, on November 30th, there was a 7.0 earthquake in Alaska. That's a big earthquake. Yes. Now think about this. When the Son of God, the Messiah, was on the cross and said, it is finished, there was an earthquake, and it signified a new era. Okay, And so this is very important for us who are wanting to know what God is saying. And the Northern Hemisphere, we are to keep our eye upon it. Because Alaska isn't just Alaska. Alaska represents the shaking of the Northern Hemisphere for something that God wants. This that's happening is a great and new era that has to do with an awakening globally. Not just for the United States, but for whatever nation you're watching. And it also represents that things that have been... It's not going to be that way any longer. And so North Korea, for example, North Africa, uh, Russia, Europe, United States. And God is saying that there is something that is happening with this northern hemisphere, even with what just happened, is uh, a raising up of North America the Great. Now, I hear the Spirit of God say this. I walk among the earth at this time, and I'm walking and I'm measuring the hunger and the thirst of those that are of my, my kingdom. But why do you fear, says the Spirit of God, the things that are taking place in the earth? For you must see with my eyes and you must hear with the voice of my spirit that speaks at this moment. For there shall be 
a great and glorious move of my hand that shall come upon the northern hemisphere of this earth. For I still hold this earth in my hand, says the Lord. Keep your eyes upon the United States. Keep your eyes upon even North America, for I shall raise it up and cause it to be great. Do not think, United States, that the division that is upon you now shall always be this way. For out of your division shall come a unity, says the Spirit of God. I know what I'm doing. And watch how I begin to show that my compassion outweighs your politics. Do not be afraid of the things that you are seeing now. For there is a new era that is upon you. What do I mean, says the Spirit of God? I say to you in this season and in this time, there is a movement that has begun in you, United States, that shall be known as a put it back movement. And you shall see where they will declare, in God we trust. But there shall be the name of my son declared. And there shall even be a monument that shall be erected in your land. You say, impossible. Watch what I do. For the name of Yeshua shall be declared in a national monument as the name of your God, United States. And this shall be a sign. And they shall also declare it in Hebrew. And there shall be prayer that shall come once again. For they said, we have taken God out. It's time that we shall put him back. Do not think that the shaking of your soil is a coincidence. For I am shaking the things that have been held by demonic power. So that I may bring my plan and my purpose at this time. And I will not be stopped. Do you think that a Democratic Party can stop me? The Spirit of God says, I rode on a donkey before. I know how to ride on them too. And I know how to take the pride of an elephant and humble them and unite them to bring an end to the division. And yes, listen to me now, says the Spirit of God. I also know how to deal with the stubbornness of a Mueller and his team. And I will not be stopped in my agenda upon this nation, says the Spirit of God. Isn't our God strong enough to shift everything? And it's going to be in our lifetime. My next guest has a word for you. Find out. I mean, he has a prophetic word for you. Find out, for those that have never had a prophetic word, you're going to get one from my next guest. And I want you to find out, those that have had prophetic words, how to break the spirit of delay. Next. We will be right back to It's Supernatural. Hello, YouTube. Mishpocha. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word. It means family. This is Sid Roth. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. If you've been blessed by this show, please subscribe. Then click the bell so you won't miss a single episode of It's Supernatural. I, I have uh, Larry Sparks here. Uh, and uh, Larry, uh, I've known you for a long time. Uh, and you are, were normally not someone that says, I had a vision. Yeah, yeah. I had a word. And all of a sudden, 
You have kicked into the prophetic vein, but you heard a word on one of my favorite subjects, and that is the library in heaven. And this guy is so interested in books and publishing. I mean, if I was God and I was going to pick someone to see the library in heaven, Larry Sparks would be the guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, it was interesting. I had this vision as I was putting together this prophetic compilation. Lord, what are you doing in 2019? And I haven't had many visions, Sid. I've maybe had four or five in my whole life. So I I need to lay hands on myself and get more somehow. But uh, I had this vision and I saw these, these magnificent bookshelves, beautiful books, but they were all filled with dust. They had accumulated a lot of dust. And I knew the presence of the Lord was there. And I said, God, what what are these books and why is there dust on them? And the Lord spoke with grief in his heart. And he said, this is the library of unfulfilled prophecy. And these books don't belong in heaven. They belong manifest in the earth. And I said, well, God, how do we shift this? And just as soon as I felt God in there grieved, I felt just the fire of God, the power of God, step in. I don't know how to explain this in language except that I felt the footstep of God step into the library and the ruach, the wind of God blew the dust off of all the books. And God said, I'm doing this and I'm revealing myself as the sovereign God. He said, and I even sense it right now for those of you who have had promises and prophecies and you feel like they're on a shelf somewhere and they very, they very well may be. You might have received them. They sounded too big, too good to be true, but you knew they were the Lord. And the Lord is saying right now, the sovereign God is stepping in. You might not even have sought the Lord. You might have even thought out of sight, out of mind. I got these prophetic words and now it's almost like you forgot them. The Lord says, I haven't forgotten them. And he is stepping in, Sid, and that wind is blowing off the dust. And it's time for those to come off the shelf and become manifested realities. Destiny is coming to pass in the earth. Thank you. You heard a word about delay. Yeah. What was that word? I, I was sitting at a good Jewish deli one day. and You uh, didn't invite me. I, I should have. <laughs> I said, it's amazing the revelation you get at those places. I was having a turkey sandwich, and all of a sudden, randomly, I know it wasn't, I know it wasn't random anymore, the Lord spoke those three words, no more delay. And it was on October. Stop, stop for a second. Look in the camera and say that. So yeah. go, and yeah. I want this to go right inside of yeah. you when he, he said, says this. And I felt the thunder of God on it. And he said, no more delay. And I just declare right now, the heart of God, I feel the presence of the Lord on this, is not for you to tolerate and accommodate delay. And he's not only breaking a spirit of delay, he's changing a theology of delay that the churches have accommodated because we've seen so many prophecies and we've heard so many promises and we've just accepted they've not come to pass so it must not be God's will. But the Lord is saying right now, if I haven't told you no, then it's still my will for it to come to pass. And I was sitting there having a turkey sandwich and all of a sudden the Lord gave me those three words and it, 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 it seems so out of the blue. This was October 6th of, of last year. And that night a, a prophet friend of mine who's been on your show, Lana Vosser, texted right. me and she said, Larry, all she wrote was Revelation 10.6. And I said, okay, Revelation 10.6. But I kept hearing all day, no more delay. The last statement of Revelation 10, 6, said, there will be no more delay. Now, I believe it's the Lord. Hey, in the mouth of two or more witnesses, yeah. it's, it's confirmed. No more yeah. delay. Yes. Now, for someone that has said, you know, my friends are getting prophecies, 
I guess God's forgotten about me. Yeah. I've never had a prophetic word. Yeah. What would you say to them? As I was sitting back there, I was asking God the same question. I'm like, Lord, what would you have me share? Because I thought of a few things. But he said to say this, and I'll address you guys right now. If you've never had a prophetic word, come before the Lord and say, God, what are you doing right now? What are you saying? Not necessarily, God, what's your will for my life? Your plan for my life? What are you doing? Because, Lord, I want to get involved in what you're doing. And the Lord is actually inviting you. Yes, he's summoning you, saying, come before me and say, God, what are you doing? How are you moving? What have you put inside of me that when it's stewarded well, when I activate it, when I put my hand to the plow, when I do something? Because the Lord is saying right now, no more delay. One of the key things that will break delay in your life is actually do. But there's a lot of words where, they demand not only our prayer, but they demand our participation. And that's perhaps the greatest strategy we, we need right now is to participate, to do, to act, to, do, to, to get involved in what God is doing right now. Now, when we return, Cindy Jacobs tells us what God is saying to her and the top prophets throughout the world. I mean, amazing insights for 2019. Stay with us. Jacobs here. Most of you know her. She uh, literally is a general in intercession and prophecy. And uh, uh, Cindy, every year you have a group of prophets, really not just from the United States, from the whole world. I, I would uh, love to know what is really coming to the surface for this year. Well, you know, Sid, for the church, we are coming to a place where I feel God and many felt that God is going to tip the bowls of heaven, all the prayers. In other words, people have prayed for their loved ones and, you know, the power of God is going to visit and extreme subtleties, extreme visitations. In other words, Literally, the kind that just arrests you in your path. All of a sudden, you have prayed for years for your child. Bam, they turn. Or, or, you, <laughs> or, you, know, or you know, you have been wanting to be able to have that TV show and it comes. By the way, there's someone just watching that right now you have been trying to get on television and the Lord is just saying that door is opening to you. Uh, someone else has been wanting to buy a home. You've been frustrated. There's a suddenly coming for you. There's suddenlies. And in fact, this has been a word for the past three years said that this whole group of prophets come. Uh, we've been giving words, of course, about miracles, but now it's like in the glory. The Lord kept saying, in the glory, I'm getting ready to manifest my power. And that God never stopped being a creator. And this is what we're going to see. I mean, we're going to see legs grow where there's no legs. Eyes for. You, know, you know what my vision is? What? I want to go into Hadassah or one of the Israeli hospitals yeah. with the soldiers, Jews and yeah. Arabs that are missing limbs. Ooh. And I want to bring a camera in there. Can you picture that? <laughs> And the arms are going to grow out. Yeah. I don't know about you. I'm sick and tired of bad news. I want good news. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> well, I have to tell you, Sid, it's like you were right there with us, that same Holy Spirit. Right. Oh, my, listen, I'm, I'm feeling the anointing of God for healing. Well, go for <laughs> yeah. it, Cindy. Holy Spirit, 
I thank you. You've never stopped being the creator. So creator, I thank you right now for creating new eyes, particularly. I see people that have been blind. I see someone, you have no pupils, the Lord, forming pupils for you. I see someone, cataracts are disappearing, glaucoma's disappearing. I see someone else that you needed hip replacement. You're feeling fire in your hips, and the Lord is creating new, new kidneys, new bladders, new stomachs. I mean, it's it's the new. What is 2019? Yeah. Well, well, you know, 2019, if you look at, at the numbers, you know, and, and you begin to study about it, it means birthing. Hmm. God is birthing such a new thing. It's like a child in the womb. When I carried my children, you know, we didn't have 4D, you know, sonograms. I couldn't imagine what that child looked like, but I felt it inside me. I felt my children. And that's like what's going on with you, Sid, and so many people in the world. We feel, we feel that baby kicking. You know, we feel something. Listen, God is getting ready to do such new things for you. If you are watching this show and you are feeling hopeless, I want to tell you, shake it off. God <laughs> is getting ready to do things for you that you cannot imagine. God is doing something. And those of you who've never had a prophetic word, I want to say to you, there are some people watching, you have begged God to give you a word. And I feel like the Lord is saying to you right now, I am trying to tell you I am real. And you, have, there's people watching this show and you said, God, if you are real, I want you to talk to me today. Well, God is talking to you and he's saying, I am not only real, I have come to transform your life and, and, and give you miracles. Lord, give miracles to those who have never had a prophetic word, financial miracles, miracles in their family, miracles, you know, in their careers. God wants to show you how much he loves you. Don't let Satan steal your joy. Okay. You make a decision, whatever comes, you're going to look at your friends or husbands or whoever, and you're going to say, no, 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 Satan's trying to ruin, to steal our joy. That is a no, no way that is going to happen. That Satan has no business in my joy. We can't line up with the accuser. We've got to say what God says, Sid. <laughs> you know, we had a segment before this show in front of the audience, and Hank Kuhneman had the most amazing word about the future of President Trump and the wall. Let's take a look at it now. And so I said, God, give me your heart and, and tell me what is taking place. I'm going to make it quick. He said, Hank, here is what is happening from, from heaven's perspective. And he took me to Exodus 14, verse 22 and verse 29 through 30. And here's what it was. Israel was shut in. They had mountains on either side of them. They had an enemy that was pursuing them. And they had the Red Sea in front of them. And fake news began to be formulated by the enemy accusing the president called Moses of having an agenda that was trying to be bad for the people. You brought us out here, they said, to kill us because there wasn't enough graves in, in, in all of Egypt. And they thought that he was uh, working alongside of a very leader that he used to work with. He worked with Pharaoh. There is a lot of stuff going on about Russia and trying to label this president and this administration with it. So here's what God did. What did God do? Again, we don't have a United States without uh, immigration. We're all here. So, so this isn't an enemy against immigration. What did God do to the United Nation? He divided. 
He allowed division. And the Bible says in verse 22 and verse 29 that there was a right wall and there was a left wall. God created a wall. And here's what he did. Republican, Democrat, the Bible said he congealed the right wall and the left wall. In other words, God had his hand on him that stopped and caused there to be an influence that was of his hand. And God's hand is on this nation on the right and the left, and he will get his wall built. And here's why. The Lord said to me on January 1st at our New Year's Eve service, he said, the wall that you think is dividing the United States, you're misreading the sign. It is not a sign of division. It is the sign that's going to unify you. And that's what happened in Exodus 14. The right wall, the left wall, they walked in on dry ground. What is that? Supernatural. God has a supernatural agenda for the United States and for President Trump. And we need to stop attacking it. Because God is trying to create, like he did with Israel in Exodus 14, a clear path for this nation and for your children and for a generation to come. Verse 30 says, that day. What day? The right wall, the left wall, the clear path, the drowning of the enemies, the stopping of an agenda of the enemy. It says that God that day saved Israel out of the hand of the enemy. And God is about to save this nation out of the hands of the enemy. And the Lord says this, listen to me very quickly. The Lord says, stand still and see the salvation of the, of the, of the Lord. For I, the Lord God, am speaking now to those who have stood in a place to oppose and to be divisive. My truth shall march on. And I shall trump the agenda of the donkey party. And I shall trump the pride of the elephant party. And I shall trump the stubborn Mueller team. And I shall cause my agenda to go forth. That this nation shall go forth, says the Spirit of God, in a new season that I have promised. 2019 is the beginning of a new era. It's a year to break delay. It's time to prepare for greatness. I want Cindy to pray and decree over you right now. Cindy? I decree over you in the name of Jesus that you're going to have a healing anointing. I decree that you're going to see miracles. I decree you will have miracles. I decree you're going to have joy. The fruit of the spirit of joy is going to manifest in your life. I decree that the enemy has been defeated. I decree that you are an overcomer. I decree that God is going to multiply through you this year. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself, so I didn't. Wow, okay. All right, we just got a few minutes. <clears throat> Everyone here, there's a plan. Hmm? We may know what it is. We may not even know what it is. We may just have some ideas of what it is. But everyone here, I think you've had a setback. Y'all know what a setback is? If you do, I won't, have, I won't take time to explain it. Okay, you know what it is. Setback. You thought I'd be here, but you've been set back. Or you went to the front and you got knocked back, right? That's called setback, right? Y'all with me? So let's, 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 let's get in here with the prophetical word, <clears throat> if it's in your heart. So there'll be no more delays. There'll be no more delays. I get that. Can you, can you say it from your heart? Can you, can you let it get in your heart and say there'll be no more delays? For the, van, for the plan of God, for, plan of God. For, our, for my life, for my, my family, my, my church, my church. This, nation. this nation, there'll be no more delays. No more delays. I, take I take authority over all those delays. 
I receive the prophetical word spoken by the prophets that 2019 will be the year to advance. It will be the fulfillment of every prophecy that's been spoken, that God's bringing it to the forward. And we're moving forth in the fulfillment of the word and of the plan spoken over our life. And the reason we're here, the reason God called us to be here, <coughs> we begin to walk in that right now. So I don't look to the left or the right. I don't look backward. I don't look to the sorrow or the pain. I don't let anything or anyone else <coughs> interpret my future. My future's in God. I'm in Him. He's in me. The Holy Ghost is in me. The greater one's in me. So I accept the plan and I yield myself for his glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God.